0: All August long, we're giving away our subscription-only digestible daily show, Cubs Pod, which is ad-supported here by the Bleacher Bunch on the Fans First Network. For early ad-free, Cubs Pod, subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto and become a super-ranter today. It is August 2nd. And this is Cubs Pod, your daily dose of digestible Cubs content, brought to you by the Bleacher Bunch Productions for the Fans First Network. The big news from yesterday was not the 20 runs that the Chicago Cubs scored against the Reds last night. It was actually all the trades. So let me start by getting you Sort of caught up on that. Uh, obviously, Jamer Candelario was one of the big ones. The Cubs sent shortstop prospect Kevin Maté over to the Nationals. And pitching prospect DJ Hertz. Now, uh, Maté makes sense. He's a middle infielder. And the Cubs have two guys in their middle infield that they're planning on keeping there. For at least the next three years together. Uh, DJ Hertz is a pitching prospect. But hasn't been quite ex- what they wanted. Hasn't moved quite fast enough for them. So, you know, they're not really losing anything. That they are hoping to get up in the major leagues anytime soon. But they get uh, Jamer Candelario. Who is the best third baseman. In the major leagues right now. Let me remind you. The best third baseman. In the major leagues. According to Fangraphs. He leads all third basemen. With 3.1 war. And since the Cubs. Don't technically have a third baseman. This is not too bad of a deal except for they're only getting him for the next two months he is on a one-year deal for five million so if the Cubs want to keep him around they're going to have to sign him in the offseason but here's the thing even though the Cubs don't have a third baseman really and they traded for the best third baseman in the league they put Jamer Candelario over at first base because sure That's what you do. You play guys wherever the heck you want to play them. You don't play them where they excel. You just play them whatever. It doesn't matter. Baseball players are robot cogs in a machine and you just stick them in wherever wherever they go. It doesn't matter. But of course, that sort of happened the day before. Uh, Obviously, not the idea that he was going to play first. That happened yesterday. But the trade did get completed uh, before that, so you probably already knew. What you may not have known prior to yesterday was that they DFA'd Trey Mancini to make room for Jamer Candelario on the roster and also to make room for him on the field, I guess. The Cubs will eat the remi- the remaining amount of money on the $7 million they owe Mancini this year and also the $7 million next year. It's a mess. I mean, it's absolutely a mess. I am happy that Mancini's gone because he hasn't been good at all. And ranchers have been calling for Mancini to be DFA'd for a long time. Just nobody expected that to happen because he had those two years. So that was pretty big news by the Cubs that the Ranchers have been calling for for months. And on another trade, we got rid of Nelson Velasquez, the outfielder that the Cubs brought up to the major leagues, not when they actually needed him when Seiya Suzuki was on the IL to start the season, but uh, you know, eventually they brought him up. He did really good for a red hot minute and then they sent him back down to AAA after not letting him play. It did not feel like there was a lot of room on this team for Nelson Velasquez. I hope that he gets a better opportunity down there with the Royals to do something because I I think he just needed more time at the major leagues to get to play. And with the Royals, he will probably get that. From the Royals, uh, the Cubs got Jose Cuas, I believe. And according to Evan Altman uh he has appeared in 92 games he had a 4.08 ERA and i think he's kind of a submariner type of a guy which is interesting always kind of fun to watch except that he only really throws 93 around there and he is getting hit heavy with a 14.8% barrel rate which I honestly that's that means he's getting hit hard when they hit him but he does get a little a lot of strikeouts so they're probably hoping that pitch lab can do something with him and up those strikeouts and lower that barrel rate but basically he's an unknown quantity at this point and they got rid of Velasquez because they are never ever going to need another outfielder again, because Pete Crow Armstrong's coming up and he's going to play all three positions. The final trade the Cubs pulled off was uh, more of a minor league deal. They sent Adrian Sampson and Manny Rodriguez to the Rays to get Josh Roberson, who is a 27-year-old AAA guy, and uh, he has a 4.50 ERA in 31 games. So it's not super exciting, but Uh, Like we learned from Cubs PS Plus, the Cubs did have to make some moves in the minor league system in order to accommodate the guys they had coming up. Plus, you know, obviously the Mancini DFA, they had to make room for Jamer Candelario because they had nobody else on their 40 man that they felt like they could get rid of. And I'm all for that, honestly. But really, there's nobody else on that 40 man? I mean, as much as I really, really don't like Mancini, I think I would have dumped Tucker Barnhart before Mancini, right? Like, I feel like Mancini still has more value than Tucker freaking Barnhart. But I am not in charge of this team, as everyone well knows, and I don't get to make these decisions, because if I did, they would be much different decisions. But with all of the trade deadline stuff out of the way. Let's get into this game. Uh, And I'm going to tell you there were 29 runs scored in this game between the Cubs and the Reds. There is no way I'm doing a play-by-play on this one because it would take forever. And I really do want to keep this a bit shorter. So what I am going to tell you is that the Cubs hit seven home runs. Swanson had two. Bellinger had one, Talkman had one, then uh, Horner got his, Wisdom came off of the bench, got one, and then Miguel Amaya, again, coming off of the bench, got one. Justin Steele started this game, and uh, prior to the game, got some really good news. Way back, like two weeks ago, Nico Horner made an error. They didn't call it an error and that led to a really bad day for Justin Steele where he gave up five runs and they, they should have all been unearned, but unfortunately uh, because they didn't call that an error because they don't call anything errors anymore. All those five runs was tacked onto Steele's ERA. They looked at it. They decided Horner did commit an error. They changed the scoring and, And when they did, those five runs fell off, and all of a sudden, Justin Steele, to start this game, was the best pitcher by ERA in the entire league. But then, in this game, he gave up four runs, and I don't think he's the best pitcher by ERA in the entire league anymore. Didn't quite get all the way back up to the five runs because of a Jamer Candelario error, but... It was still the same sort of deal. Speaking of that Jamer Condelario Air, look, I was making a joke the other night that when they trade traded for him, they will somehow find a way to play him somewhere else because they need to get Nick Madrigal, his reps at third base. I was making a joke. That was a 100% joke. But then Jed Hoyer made that joke a reality. Are you kidding me? Yes, they put Jamer Candelario over at first base. He has not played first base since 2020, a season known for just crazy stuff, right? Because it was a shortened season, there was COVID, it was all a mess. Now, Candelario was not terrible over at first base, but he did commit an error in which the Reds did score a run when the game was still sort of in reach. So it's not all that good. He did make up for it, by the way, on the uh, offensive side of the ball because he went four for five in this game. And everybody wants that. I mean, oh, wow. Four for five. There's no way he can keep up an 800 pace. But that's good to see that he didn't come over and have any sort of like first game jitters or anything like that. He just went out there and played the game. Also, since he was playing first base, they had Nick Madrigal over there at third. And Nick Madrigal, he flubbed what would have been the third out and did not get the third out. I honestly, that could be an error as well. But then on the next batter, uh, hit a double and scored another run. Which means that putting Jamer Candelario at first base last night led to at least two runs. But that's okay. Jed is the smartest man in the universe and he knew the Cubs were going to score 20 runs last night. Now, how did they score 20 runs? Well, part of that was on Ben Lively. This poor guy pitched four innings. He gave up 13 earned runs. He walked to, he only struck out two. four home runs given up for that guy. Woo. Ouch. But the reds went down fairly quick uh they were down 5 nothing and then they did get two back but then immediately gave up two in the second inning so then they were down 7-2 and you know lively never really had a chance and since the bullpen for the Reds had been taxed a bit the night before they tried to leave him out there as long as they could and oh my goodness the Cubs teed off on this guy it got to a point where it was just sad and you just like oh didn't want to see him out there struggling anymore on the flip side Steele went six innings Uh, he gave up four earned runs five total runs two of those runs came in the sixth inning when he was getting a bit Tired out there and gave up a two-run shot to Stevenson. Wisniewski pitched two innings. Uh, did pretty well. Can't complain about that. Uh, I liked what was going on out there with him. And then Anthony K came out for the eighth inning and woo, that did not go well for him. He gave up four hits and on those and then two walks as well and that earned four runs against him yikes i don't know if it was because the cubs were already up 20 to 5 that he didn't have the focus or if he's really not all that good i don't have any clue i also don't understand why they would throw their only lefty out there in this game not sure actually they could have probably thrown barnhart out there and let him pitch, and it probably would have gone better than what happened with Kay. Obviously, not because Barnhart's a better pitcher, but because a position player pitching makes it weird for the batters, or sometimes not, because the Reds put Maley out there for 1.1 innings, and the Cubs hit five, well, two home runs and scored five runs off him. So who knows? Six of one, half dozen of the other, I guess. The Cubs will play the Reds again tonight at 7.05 Chicago Standard Time. It will be Drew Smiley. Apparently, they are not going to use an opener for him anymore. Smiley will be matching up against Brandon Williamson, a 25-year-old rookie who has started 13 games this season. Uh, And he's been pretty good. He started out in May, May 16th was his first start over the first three games. He gave up eight earned runs and nine runs total. And then he had five starts in June in which he gave up 17 runs, 19 runs total, sorry, 17 earned runs and 19 runs total in five games. So not great there. But then, in July, he started to kind of get it together. He only gave up seven runs in five games, seven runs earned. So, he's starting to figure it out. He had a two earned runs on five innings, no earned runs on three innings. I don't know what happened there, why they did that. But then he uh, had two earned runs on six innings, one earned run on eight six innings and then two earned runs on 5.2 innings so he's actually looking pretty good but then again one of those starts was actually against the Cubs it was back in May and he gave up four earned runs in 4.1 innings to the Cubs but that's the only time he's faced them so there's not a ton to say about the matchups other than uh, the Cubs in May who were actually really not very good, did pretty well against him. But he was also not quite as good a pitcher as he is now. He's kind of worked into it. So we will see. We will see if the new and improved Cubs uh, can match up against the new and improved Brandon Williamson. Smiley has uh, a number of games against these Reds. Some of the guys, like Newman... The shortstop has 19 at bats against him and is hitting 316. Uh, Sinzel is hitting 250 and 12 at bats. He's got one home run. Stevenson is hitting 250 and 12 at bats. Joey Votto, though, 0.077 and 13 at bats. So apparently, Smiley has Votto's number. Everyone else has too small a sample size to even mention, so I'm not going to. Nobody other than Sinzel has a home run off of Smiley. Let's hope Smiley bounces back in this game and plays a little bit better than he has in the last few. If you are going to this game, it is going to be beautiful weather. It's going to be partly cloudy, 85 degrees at game time. So enjoy that. Uh, might be a little muggy to start, but then the it's going to drop all through the game should be nice and comfortable. If you were hoping to get some sort of a giveaway from the Cubs tonight, uh too bad. Cubs don't give things away. It's just not something that they want to do. They don't make enough money. They're not a big market team, people. They aren't they just they they do not act like uh, a big market team in any way. And so you get nothing other than the chance to watch a baseball game for some of the highest prices in the Major League with uh, concessions that are some of the highest in the Major Leagues. But that's okay. Don't worry about it. Their new third baseman who's playing first base is about to lead them to the World Series, so we will not care. I'm into it. Okay. uh, Well, until the next time, Spug